0: Comedy casserole, not suitable for children under 36 months.
1: Reports are coming in that something good has happened. Onlookers were said to be confused by a feeling they described as joy. This is the first occasion that Britain has experienced an event such as this in the calendar year. This week's Prime Minister had this to say. I apologise wholeheartedly for
0: this outbreak of optimism and rest assured that my cabinet and I are working tirelessly to make sure this doesn't happen again.
1: Sources suggest that smiles are up 50% and sales of hats at a jaunty angle have surged. A man on the street had this to say.
2: I don't understand it really. One minute I was planning to throw myself off the nearest branch of Tesco Express.
3: Then something good happened. I didn't know what to do. I asked someone over the age of 40 and they told me it was normal. It used to happen all the time. Well,
1: I just went in the shop and I bought some Arabo. Despite forecasts to the contrary, women have also been allowed to enjoy something good. Here's one of them now.
4: There I was, just a normal day, the usual been told by middle-aged, powerful white men they were threatened by me when when something good happened. I'd read about something good in books and seen it in films, but never thought it would happen to a plain old girl like me.
1: A plain old girl there, experiencing something good for the first time. In order to commemorate the event, today's date has been officially named as Something Good Day by the Queen. Our reporter reports. The Queen delivered a speech today from
5: the palace, encouraging everyone to do something good to celebrate Something Good Day, and has told us that she's planning to lead the way by only
1: kicking a corgis when they really deserve it. Back to you, studio reporter. Thank you, Queen reporter. That's today's news, and in honour of Something Good Day, we won't be back for another bulletin, ever. Goodbye.
6: Mr Jefferson, please read the charges.
3: The accused is charged with practising medicine without a licence. Mr Seuss, how do you plead? Well, it's really quite simple, but the story quite long, so just to be brief, I've done nothing wrong. I'll just put down not guilty. Mr Jefferson, you may now question the accused.
6: It's clear to us, Mr Seuss, but if you could just explain
3: in your own words what you did on that flight. Well, I was sat in my seat, aisle 22, I sat and I sat with nothing to do. I was twiddling thumbs. I looked at the view. I was looking again when there was quite a to-do. A lady up front near the trolley with snacks. She felt quite ill, perhaps cardiac. A call was put out. Doctor, doctor, they cried. I whipped off my belt and up did I rise.
0: Objection! Can we just pause for a moment? What is your objection, counsel? Uh, This is nonsense. He surely must give his testimony in a less ridiculous fashion. There is no rule against giving testimony in verse. Perhaps we should just cut to the chase. This woman you were helping, you attempted to treat her with no medical knowledge whatsoever. Is that correct?
3: <clears throat> I'll continue the tale. Her face had turned pale, a groan, and I saw she was holding her chest. She yelped, she wailed, I knew what was best. I pulled out my bag, I had just the trick, some husbands a-crimble and a couple of snicks.
0: For the record, can these nonsense words refer to Tic Tacs, a wine gum... And a bag of pretzels. Is there nothing we can do here, Your Honour?
6: I'm afraid it's just the way that he speaks. We should hurry up, or we'll be here for weeks. Jesus, not you
3: two. It's catchy. Is it fair to say you never trained as a doctor? I never went to school, but don't let that be a factor. Um, you offered your help. It could have been fatal. She recovered just fine in the end. She was grateful.
0: Let's say you committed an act at this time.
3: Well, the act I committed was most certainly a crime. Aha,
0: here we are. The break of the day.
3: I couldn't resist. Just take him away.
0: (laughs) Mirror, mirror, on the wall,
4: who is the
0: fairest of them all?
4: The most magic mirror in the land, your question does not understand. Bloody hell! Mirror, mirror, on the wall. As opposed to the other mirror in the hall? Oh, don't be so rude. Answer my question. Your question of who is so fine is vague, so if you please, define. Stop it with the childish rhyming. Uh, Who out of everyone in the kingdom is the fairest? Searching. There are 1,500 people in the kingdom with flaxen or blonde hair. No, the, the, the other kind of fair... Found. Newspaper article. Today marks the start of the Troll School's annual summer fair. With swamp rides, mud masks, and a visit from Prince Charming, this promises to be... No!
0: <sighs>
4: carriage fares are set to increase next week as a new road tax is implemented... Stop, stop, stop! The other, other kind of fair. It shouldn't be this hard. F-A-I-R. The Kingdom's judiciary system was founded in 721 and today spans the High Court and 23 regional courthouses. No, no, no! Uh, who is the most attractive? To whom?
0: Well,
4: objectively. Uh, who is the most objectively attractive? How do you expect me to measure that? Well, well, well who, do, who, who, do, who do people say is prettiest? Well, people in public say their partner, parents boast their kids are gorgeous... Across the kingdom, Prince Charming comes out pretty well, uh, and pretty much every fairy thinks it's them. Uh, Who is the prettiest female of royal blood? Oh, that's creepy. Uh, No, it isn't. Yeah, super creepy. You want to be rated against your family? Uh, Weird. Just the young ones? Just the young ones? How's that not the creepiest thing ever? I I I just want to know if I'm still attractive. And I'm married into the family. It's not that creepy. Oh, honey, you don't have to rate yourself against others. And the gene pool is tiny, so it's still creepy. What's bringing this on? Nothing. It must be something. Did someone say something nasty to you? You can tell a mirror. No. No. I can see your face. I'm a mirror. They're blatantly did, didn't they?
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yes. It was Snow White. She called me a wrinkly
4: crown. Oh, that's not nice. So I'm going to send her to the woods to be killed. I have found three woods in your area. Oh, for fuck's sake!
0: Do you need rhetorical questions for your advert? Uh, no. Are you sure? I don't know. Why not come on down to Jim's Rhetorical Question Warehouse today?
3: Because I'm busy?
0: Where else could you get the newest, most reliable, leading questions on the market right now?
3: Literally any advert.
0: Why aren't you at Jim's Rhetorical Question Warehouse? We've got small questions, big questions, family-friendly questions, sporty questions, Japanese questions, midlife crisis questions! Questions to meet all your needs!
3: I need to leave this place.
0: How could you say no to 0% finance on any question until Friday? Like
3: this? No.
0: Did you not hear me? Jim's Rhetorical Question Warehouse! Be there, now!
3: Is that even a real place?
0: Are you stupid? Why do you ask? Because it's Jim's Rhetorical Question Warehouse!
3: Ha! <laughs> that wasn't a question. Wait, what? That wasn't a question, and that means I own your soul.
5: B- 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 what the hell happened here? Why not come down to Jim's Rhetorical
3: Warehouse today?
0: Darlings, come in, come in. Welcome to our austerity party. Our benefit for those on benefits. We've got cola substitute on arrival and don't forget to take a complimentary butter sandwich.
3: <laughs> Thank you so much for inviting us in. Such a good cause as well.
0: It's a pleasure. And remember, any money we manage to steal from you goes straight to locally sourced dealers.
4: Oh, this is such fun. And I love the little scratch card invitations as well. So realistic. Oh, they were.
0: We, We wanted to go as authentic as possible, so we based it on the popular... Bangers and Cash Syndicate. I see you followed the instructions.
3: Uh, Yes, uh, don't bring a bottle and feed as much as you can from the host.
0: Yes, so glad you're getting into the spirit at this time of the financial year. So where did you get the idea for this, Ollie? I saw this troubling piece on the news where people were being interviewed on the street and they barely had the most basic of communication skills. Uh, Poor sods. I think one of them was even from the mm, north. I decided I couldn't sit there when this was allowed to happen.
3: You really are a saint. You know that, don't you?
0: I'm not a Saint George. It's these people who day in and day out have to drive Peugeot just to make ends meet. Can you imagine that for a second? Dreadful. We have to help them help themselves. Give a man a fish and he will eat for a day give a man personal car finance and he can afford a mercedes
3: such a noble course Uh,
0: let me take your coats i'll just throw them in a disgusting pile at the bottom of the stairs Uh, we've got some games starting in a few minutes Uh, there's pin the tail on the homeless and later we're going to sit around the television and talk about what's going on
4: oh lovely like a director's commentary Uh,
0: that's right but with more unnecessary swearing Uh, right You've had a long journey. Is there anything I can get you? Ooh, do, do you
3: have a sherry? Uh, no, sorry. Wine? No. Beer? No. Uh, cider? Yes! Excellent. I'll have a Thatcher's. No. Magnus? No. Strongbow? No. Frosty Jack? Yes! Splendid! I'll take it outside and lay by the shed.
4: I think I'll go join you, darling, and to really understand the culture, I'll let you have your way with me behind that shed. Uh,
3: what an excellent idea. Thank you for your hospitality, Ollie. Uh, please tell us when his is on.
4: Of
0: course.
3: Bank. Before we can continue, I just need to confirm your identity. Please state your full name.
4: Right. Okay. It's Miss Angelica Ruff.
2: Right. Could you just spell that for me?
4: No problem. It's A. A. Yes, A for um. It's A for apple. A. Then N for um nip, nipple. Right. Uh, J for j-, j G. Pardon. J for jizz. J. Sorry. Uh okay then it's E for erection election. Oh God. Yep. Alpha oh, lick. Uh huh. I it's ice cream. No problem. Um okay then just C for cock and A for ass.
3: Okay. Uh, uh, sure. Just the surname now.
4: Ruff. That's R for Rexum. Um. This is harder than it looks. U for Uranus. F for, uh, for fun. Fun. F was that? Yes. And then another F. Oh, fuck. Oh. Uh, no, no Oh, Just, 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 the, that's it.
3: Right, that's all confirmed for you, Miss Ruff. Uh, I just need your telephone secret password. It's normally something memorable at a place or a person.
4: Oh, Jesus fucking shitballs Christ.
3: That's correct. How can I help you today, madam?
0: So, first day on the job as a vintner, eh, Terry?
2: Feeling nervous? Uh, No, actually, uh, not at all. I'm feeling quite ready for it. Uh, I've always wanted to be a winemaker for years. uh, The smell of the soil, the time spent in the vineyard, the chance to eat the odd grape or two.
0: (laughs) Now, Terry, you can't go eating those grapes. Every last one of them is needed if we're to make the finest wine.
2: Oh yeah, of course, of course. I was only joking. I know that you have to have all the grapes if you want winemaking to be successful. Exactly.
0: Without the grapes, we never would have the bait to draw the bears down into the vineyard. Yeah, exactly. Wait, bears? Of course. Only the biggest, plumpest grapes get the biggest, plumpest bears to come down from the mountain.
2: But, um, but... I thought, you, uh, I thought you stomped the grapes into juice and then,
0: I don't know, you just leave them out in the sun or something? Leave them out in the sun? Pah! That's dumber than serving cod with Merlot. No. To get the wine, you must first lure the mighty ursine down from the forest.
2: Uh, and then? You must milk them, my boy. Milk the
0: wine from their fuzzy teats.
2: Do uh, do bears like the milking?
0: Do they like the milking? No! No, 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 no! They can't stand it, in fact. That's why you must first wrestle them to the ground in honest combat. Only then, when honour has been gained in the field of battle, will the noble bear allow you to milk it.
2: Ah, oh, surely that's dangerous? Of
0: course it's dangerous! You ever heard of someone wrestling a bear and it not be dangerous? One wrong move and you'll be more dead than the mood of a party where the host has served box wine. Pah!
2: Wait, you can't honestly expect me to believe that all wine, every single wine on the market, is milk from a bear.
0: I oh assure yeah, you, my boy, it is. Okay, okay, so what about red wine? Brown bear. White wine? Polar bear.
2: Rice wine? Panda. You, you know what? You know what? I think this is all too much for me. I'm not cut out for wine making. I think I'll just try my hand at something safer. I don't know. I'll make bread. <sighs>
0: so you see yourself as more of a snake handler then?
1: Middle class, needs some work done, but worried your tradesman might be a little too right-wing, Vetatrade can help. We scrutinise hundreds of local people in your area to make sure they're free from racism, sexism, and homophobia, or at the very least, keep their outdated views hidden. We can't guarantee they'll do a good job, but we can guarantee they won't attempt to get you to answer questions like this.
2: Aren't these the best tits you've seen on a bird this week?
1: You're not one of them gays, are you? Don't you think the problem with this country is all the foreigners they let in? We don't check their references, qualifications or insurances. We just check that you won't have to pretend to agree with them over a cup of tea you're pretending to enjoy. We know that you'd rather have a shoddy job done than have an awkward social exchange. So visit vetatrade.com today and we'll help you build the echo chamber of your dreams.
4: today has over 40 years experience as a documentary filmmaker writer and all-round national treasure his work is widely regarded by his peers and the public alike as educational as it is awe-inspiring david stewart thank you for joining me as today's castaway
1: thank you laura
4: so david you're on an island isolated with only records for company tell us about your first choice
1: Well, this one is very close to my heart. It reminds me of my childhood, and whenever I'm alone or experiencing a difficult time, I can put this on and it takes me straight back. I first heard it when I was with my mother, and I must have been around five or six years old. She would be baking. She loved baking, and would let me help. You could call this my dessert island disc. (laughs) (laughs)
4: of course
1: mother would often bake with this song in the background so it always takes me back to that place of innocence and love i think if i was on a desert island i'd need it for that comfort and to remind me of home this is hammer smashed face by cannibal corpse
5: Right, madam. What brings you in here? A tooth cavity? Tartar removal?
3: Mouth renovation.
5: Um, Sir, I was speaking to your wife.
4: Fiance, Doctor. We just got engaged yesterday.
5: Congratulations! But please shut up. I've
3: seen more than enough.
4: Darling, how is the doctor talking to me?
3: Hey, she's right. How dare you talk to her like that? It's
5: just that I've realised the extent of the disaster. I'm awfully sorry, sir.
3: Are you really? I hope so, because we're here for her engagement present.
5: Her engagement present? You call that a present to bring your loved one to the dentist?
3: Well, yes, I do. Do you realise how painful it is to have two rows of canine teeth all along the upper and lower gums? I get cuts every time we attempt to join our lips together.
5: No, no, no. That's because the teeth look as if they wanted to escape from the mouth, just as if your partner had eaten some cheese infested with live maggots. Besides, I think I've spotted one or two of them trapped between her lower front teeth.
4: Oh, did you?
3: Now, darling, have you been indulging in some non-authorised creamy material from my personal fridge behind my back?
4: It was just a nibble.
3: Yes, but a nibble that was added to our gargantuan engagement dinner and which does not respect the diet I put you on. You remember why I put you on that diet?
4: Oh yes, that was the time when I could have eaten a horse, isn't it?
3: Correction, that was the time when you were literally eating a horse, full stop. And I've not forgotten the ordeal it was to find a stable with nobody nosing around.
4: Doctor, can you help me please? I would go to any length to please my Romeo.
5: Well, I'm a doctor, not a carpenter. But
4: surely you could at least rectify the inclination of my teeth? Uh, I'm, I'm sorry,
5: but you two are insane. And I'm afraid I can't do anything for you. Besides, I will have to report you to the authorities.
3: Well, that is a shame.
4: I'm afraid that's a real shame.
3: Because, you see, my fiancé is still very hungry.
4: Mm-hmm. And I must confess that I find you particularly dishy, Doctor. Help! Help!
0: Steve, I I think we need to talk. We've been seeing each other for a while now, and I really like spending time with you. It's just, I think your job as an airline pilot is driving a wedge
1: between us. Uh, in case of emergency, please seek the nearest exit in a calm fashion. No, 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 no. You do not walk away from this. We need to have this conversation. Uh, looks like we're heading for a bit of turbulence. Please can everyone fasten their seatbelts? It could be a bumpy ride. Of
0: course. You always have to say something clever, don't you? This is what I'm on about. You can never just leave your work
1: at work. I would like to take this moment to remind people not to leave their baggage in the central aisle.
0: My baggage? My baggage? I, I actually cannot believe you said that. I've tried to make the best of this relationship. It's just that I feel that you're always so far away. I have to put so much effort in to see you and I, I, I never know when you're going to turn up. You never do anything nice. I, I can't even remember the last time you cooked me a meal, for goodness sake.
1: Uh, the lunch
0: trolley will be available later. Oh, yeah, you always say that. But, but it never is, is it? You, you, you just don't do your part in this relationship. I just want you to be
1: strong for once and just make a decision about what you want. Uh, it appears stormy weather is causing delays.
0: I, I'm not waiting any longer. We have been together for too long. I I have waited too long for a straight answer as it is. So, go you know, go on. Out with it.
1: This will be a short haul flight.
0: Oh you mean you uh want to fly solo.
1: I would like to take this opportunity to introduce you to my new co pilot, Larry. Hey.
0: Oh my god, you've you've met someone
1: else. So, so so this is goodbye. Thank you for flying with this relationship. We hope you enjoyed your trip.
0: <laughs> Fine. I'm going to take off.
6: Gentlemen, gentlemen, please. Welcome to this 28th meeting of the Glassdoor Investment Banking Group. Our motto, we can see the tax man coming. (laughs) Before the minutes of the last meeting and actions, let us join our voices in our corporate anthem.
3: Fat cats, we're the fat cats, and our game's feline obesity. People gave
6: us the savings, which we've kept in perpetuity. Porsches, we have got them by the score, paid for by the unsuspecting poor. Fleecing the British public is a yabba-dabba-doo crime that's worth a knighthood a New Year's Honour's time.
3: Though our wages are outrageous, they come from every one of you. Exquisite is our pleasure, knowing
6: there is nothing you can do. So say goodbye to all your cash, you'll bail us out at every crash. Power is
1: our birthright, nations tremble at our banking stash. The world is us to play with, And we We are a a pack pack of greedy
6: chaps. (laughs) Calm down, calm down, calm down. We must get back to our meeting. And today we only have one item on the agenda. Today we welcome our newest member, who is both our first lady member and our first member from the public sector. Could you please reveal your credentials, please, uh, Mrs Kowalski?
4: Thank you, Chairman. I was Chief Executive of Poolchester Unitary Authority for a few years, and apart from my outrageous salary, I had unfettered access to the public sector pension pots. I set up an array of offshore shell companies to manage the pension funds. Unfortunately, all the money was lost. Not <laughs> <laughs> a girl, that's the way to do it I also introduced cost-saving measures I notice that old people don't sleep well at night So I set up hot bunking in the old people's homes The pensioners can use the beds in the daytime And the disabled use them at night
6: <laughs> Perfect credentials But we are a karaoke club as well So you realise you have to sing us a song As an initiation ceremony
4: I know, so here goes Somewhere over the rainbow Lies my cash Out of reach of the taxman And all that labour trash Someday Someday this crackpot country Is sure to fall fall apart So me and my the jet will, like a flash,
1: depart.
4: The British are such useless saps. I'll leave them
0: fighting over the scraps.
1: They'll never fight.
4: be starving
6: so, so let them die and, rot. and rot. Woo! Yeah! That brought tears to our eyes. Welcome to our club. And now we will start our drinking session, but before that, I must admonish those members who don't have enough MPs in their possession. They are cheap enough these days, and we want at least half the House of Commons at our disposal. Tarquin has 30 and 45 members of the House of Lords, Chairman. Oh, well done, Tarquin. And on with the drinking.
1: Comedy Casserole was written and performed by Jack Barnes, Jean-Jacques Bricola, Dan McMahon, Catherine Seed, Barry Snelson and Martin Colbert. Music was by James Otter.